Brothers and sisters, welcome to day 27 of our Advent uh, retreat that we've been journeying with. It's been a joy for me to reflect on you and the power of the Holy Spirit, the way that the Holy Spirit comes to us by inspirations, by promptings, by by instilling us desires and, and, and the grace to fulfill those desires. And we said from the very beginning of this retreat that St. Faustina said she considered the shortest road to salvation shortest road to the heights of sanctity is to always be faithful to God, what we perceive to be his will in our life, what we perceive and understand after testing it, that God's will is asking us to do things that we're prompted by the Holy Spirit to do it and to fulfill that and always to try to refuse God nothing, to always to, to obey his promptings. This will make us saints in very quickly. And so, we're grateful for this because the church is Jesus's body on earth. It's it's how God mystically operates on earth or in his most ordinary way. It's how he chooses to bring salvation to the world through the church. The church being this supernatural, mystical reality of, of souls knitted together by the Holy Spirit and knitted to Christ. So much so that Christ and us can be considered one body, one one single reality, you could say. And this is what we mean by the church. And, and Jesus lives in the church by the Holy Spirit. And who's the church? Each one of us. It's not just the hierarchy. The hierarchy or is structures the church and, and is the way Christ chose to, to structure his church. But all of us are members of the church. All of us have the presence of the Holy Spirit living in our hearts, especially when we're in the states of grace or when we are in that state of grace, we have the Holy Spirit living in us, dwelling in us in the most profound way. And so... We have to allow God's love to break into the world through us. And, and you know, God wants to reach each and every person through us. And, you know, sometimes we see problems in the world and we say, God, what are you doing? And then he would say to us, well, you do something because I have chosen you to see that problem. And I want to reach that person through you because I want to incorporate you in my plan. I don't want to leave you out of my plan. I want to include you in my work of salvation. I want to include you in my work of sanctifying the earth. And so God invites this in us into into this plan. And I guess the cost of making us sons and daughters is the, the fact that we can abuse this freedom, that we can we can afflict suffering on others and upon upon our our brothers and sisters. So, you know, God wants to prompt us. So we to be faithful to his Holy Spirit living in us is to be faithful to Jesus living in us, faithful to letting Jesus love these people. As Saint Teresa of Avila would say there's no earth, no hands on earth. Sorry, Jesus has no hands on earth, but yours, no feet on earth to bring the good news, but yours, no eyes to look upon and love the world, but yours. And so, so when we allow the inspirations of the Holy Spirit, we're allowing Jesus to manifest in our lives and in the lives of others around us. So it's so crucial. St. Saint Faustina said in the beginning of this retreat that, you know, the shortest road that she believed to sanctity, to holiness, to union with God was to be faithful to his promptings, faithful to the Holy Spirit. Today, one of the last criterions as we wrap up this retreat that I that is important for us to keep in mind is, is that inspirations that come from God are constant. Unlike our nature, inspirations that come from our full nature, from the devil, are changing, they're moody, they, they're not stable, they're ever in flux. While a divine inspiration that comes from God remains and persists and God will will persist in our heart until we surrender and I suppose this is where a lot of people have lack of peace sometimes because they know that God has asked them to do something convicting them and they resist 
And, you know, this is very important in the spiritual life to, to identify these inspirations that are good, that we've tested with the magisterium, with, with scripture, with, you know, our church tradition, teaching. And if, if something doesn't contradict these things, contradict God and persist, then we should take this very seriously. You know, one of the things that the devil, Father Jack Philippe says to distract us is that he will pull us from doing one good thing so that we won't finish our good projects and, and throws maybe other inspirations at us that, that you know, puts something glittery and glamorous in another direction to, so that we won't finish what, what we were doing first or to distract us from our state of life. So it's really important to, to, to discern that very well. If we have a sudden inspiration that might affect another inspiration that we were underpinning that, that prevents us from finishing it. So, you know, for, so Father Jacques Philippe says, for that reason, it is a good general rule not to be overly hasty in following an inspiration, especially, of course, in a really important matter. In order to verify that it doesn't soon vanish completely, such evaporation could be a sign that it was not from God. And so another characteristic is that when God asks us to follow an inspiration, he impresses us with deep humility. And of course, the test of humility is the spirit of obedience. And that he makes us do good in such a way that we are happy to do it. And not without any, that doing it without any presumptuousness, self-satisfaction or vanity. So we see quite clearly then that as we have this desire for humility in an inspiration, it could be a clear sign that such an inspiration comes from the Lord. So brothers and sisters, I hope these retreat talks have helped us to at least realize that we can have some kind of tools to discern God's voice in our life. And please God, I'll post a little bit more about this in the future. May the Lord bless you and have a wonderful Christmas.